I had a belief and my belief was that there are so many things around us that we see, that we use, that we touch, that was created in the mind of an individual who believed in it so much that they did whatever it took to turn it into reality. And that was the same thread that was in me that is in every human being. And it doesn't matter what we have or don't have in the bank account, um, that we could go all out to make it happen. And I believe that if I could make it happen, it would change my life. So I became kind of unstoppable in, in making it happen. Welcome to Mindset Performance, where we take a look at the thinking patterns of successful entrepreneurs so we can learn why it's true that the less you work, the more you make. If you're an entrepreneur and you feel life is calling you to step up to something bigger, this podcast is for you. This is your host, Jared Hanning, and in today's episode, I bring you the amazing and curiously driven Mark Bones. You might know him from the TV documentary Paradise or Bust, featured on over 200 media outlets, the BBC, National Geographic, Lifestyle Australia. What you might not know before he was catapulted into global fame is that he was starting with nothing. He had lost his business. He had lost his marriage. He had lost his home. He started from scratch. But from there, he put together the website. He got the land. He got permission to use the land. He built a relationship with the uh, Fijian that lived there. Um, and got their blessing to use the land. He got media coverage. And all he had was a belief. And in this conversation, we navigate the importance of your belief when it comes to facing business hurdles. Because he didn't have the resources. He didn't have the money to make this happen. All he had was an idea and a belief that it was possible. Um, he does talk about the importance of capturing your ideas when they happen. Uh, so many times it's easy to have a brilliant epiphany driving home and tell yourself, well, as soon as I get home, I'm going to write this down. And you get home and you can't remember it for the life of you. <laughs> Thankfully, we have uh, an iPhone uh, or a smartphone where we can just press voice memo and capture it. Uh, but he does talk about the importance of capturing it when it's hot in the moment and what it's like trying to build on a cold inspiration. And without any further delay, I bring you Mark Bones. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor. Yes, sir. It's going to be a good conversation. Um, for those of you listening, I'm sure you've already picked up on the fact that we are from opposite sides of the pond. Mark hailing from down under. What time of day is it right now, by the way? Uh, right now, it is um, 10 to 11 in the oh, morning. okay. Tomorrow. Speaking to you from tomorrow, my I add. Uh, yes! <laughs> I forgot about that. It's a world from the future. Oh, my gosh. You are in the future. Please tell me what the future is like. <laughs> is there oh, anything from the future that I need to know before tomorrow happens in the United States? <laughs> this is this is all got a bit weird very quickly. <laughs> Tomorrow's a beautiful place and you're gonna enjoy it. Ah, there we go. That's what I need to hear. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Before um we were we were just kind of 
um, jamming earlier and we were talking about running Facebook ads to other countries. <laughs> and I was like, man, it's super weird. I'm running these ads to Australia and I've got all these hate comments. What's going on? And he's like, you know, I'm running these ads to the States and I'm getting all these hate comments. What's going on? It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> and it amazes me that people comment and then they say, um, why, you know, why are you still popping up in my feed? And it's like, oh, it's because you commented, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook thinks you're interested. <laughs> exactly. I know. They're like, they're like personally offended. Like you, you chose to show this video to them. <laughs> you're yeah. talking, whatever. You're not. <laughs> I can't help it if you're interested in the thing I ran the ad to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. Mark, um, when you were getting started, in this recent iteration, recent journey of your life, um, you weren't starting at the top. Um, you weren't starting with loads of money in your bank account and loads of free time on your calendar. Uh, weren't even starting really with loads of clarity and certainty and confidence about what life was calling you to next. But despite that, you still launched, created, completed an incredible, Incredible project that touched the lives of many, many people. Uh, mm. Will you take us back to that time when you were uh, involved in that venture in Fiji? Yeah, so just a very brief background, but I'm um, one of six children brought up in the UK, originally from the UK, and we went to church every Sunday morning. Uh, I ended up uh, becoming a church leader. And uh, I studied theology and religious studies. So I was running a, a nonprofit organization. I got married. Uh, but then at the age of 26 years old, it all fell apart. Um, I got divorced. My marriage ended. And in that moment, because I was employed by the church, because I was divorced, um, I, I literally had no money. I was kind of excommunicated from the church, uh, which was my community. It's all that I knew. And I was homeless. So I had to move back to the other side of the UK to live with my parents. So I had no money, no job, no community around me. And came up with a crazy idea to lease a 200-acre island in Fiji that had nothing on it and invite the world to become tribe members to, to build an eco-island from scratch. So online, they decided what they wanted to do on the island. And then they took part in its development. And three months after this rock-bottom moment, um, it appeared in 200 media outlets around the world. It became a TV show in, in three countries. But I, I literally started with no money whatsoever. But I had a belief. And my belief was that there are so many things around us that we see, that we use, that we touch, that was created in the mind of an individual who believed in it so much that they did whatever it took to turn it into reality. And that was the same thread that was in me that is in every human being. And it doesn't matter what we have or don't have in the bank account, um, that we could go all out to make it happen. And I believe that if I could make it happen, it would change my life. So I became kind of unstoppable in, in making it happen. Mm -hmm. I, I wish more people understood that about um, uh, entrepreneurship. Mm. Uh, it, it's not a matter of having the resources. It's a matter of creating them. Um, but if you were, if you're advising somebody who was like, yeah, but you know, I don't have the money to do that. Um, that was the situation you're in. Mm. What are some ways that somebody could go about acquiring the land and getting the rights to use it, um, for this uh, special camp program that they're wanting to launch? Like how, well, that's how it. 
Yeah, this ecotourism project, as, as you say, it's important to convey. I, I launched a website without money. I released a 200-acre island in Fiji without any money. And so it's an excuse, and I'm saying this intentionally and purposefully, it's an excuse uh, to say to ourselves, well, we don't have the, the physical resource of money. Uh, I tie everything back to belief. And if you have a vision that you're so passionate about, that you're so consumed with, that wakes you up in the morning, that keeps you awake at night, then it, it's that passion that is your currency that is greater than any financial currency that will enable other people to jump on board and kind of get involved in the missing pieces for you until it becomes a reality. So practical example, I said to a friend, this is my idea. Um, I need a website. You're a web designer. Could you please create a website around this? If it works, I'll pay you. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. But the belief that they had in me and this idea, because I lived and breathed, it was as equal to mine. And so they went for it. You don't have the resources, you create them. And the way you create them is by being in communication. Just because mm. you don't have time or money or even connections doesn't mean that you don't have anything. In fact, mm. many times you have the most important thing. You've got the idea. You've got the belief in the idea. You've got the conviction or the inspiration or the passion or the fuel for the idea. The single most important thing. And by mm. sharing that, you end up attracting people that resonate with it attracting people to come in and support it. Uh, this, this golly, uh, stories and stories and stories of entrepreneurs, but this is just the nature of entrepreneurship. Um, when I was, uh, I used to buy houses uh, all over the United States. I was on ABC Nightline for doing that. Um, and it, it, the guy that I was buying from houses from at the time, he was the nation's largest house buyer. Um, he bought about 4,000 houses a year as an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, mm, he, he was wow. just incredible with his connections, um, with banks and stuff like that. He lived right down the road. And, um, when I got started in houses, I didn't have money, but mm. I had an idea and, and a belief in that idea. And mm. so I just went to people sharing them literally on a napkin, this, and this is how it works. If it goes wrong, this is what it looks like when it goes right. This is what it looks like. Do you want in? just sharing the mm. idea and um, put together my first seed capital to buy about 20 houses uh, in a month, just sharing mm -hmm. the idea. And it sounds like that's how you did it uh, with Fiji. So like, way to go. I think, I think just on that, that uh, without getting kind of woo woo, but I, I do believe that the kind of the universe rewards us when we step out of thinking about an idea into action. Mm hmm. And incredible doors of opportunity open. Just very one quick story. When I went, so I went to Fiji to see the guy, the chief of this island, Tuimali. Um, and I actually went on credit card debt. I had no money. I went on credit card debt and I shared with him this idea. And he told me that the week before that I came to see him and he knew nothing about what I was sharing with him until I actually met him. He said the week before he had a dream and in that dream, he was told that the world would come to his island. And this is just a, a, a Fijian guy in this remote <laughs> part of the world that, that nobody knows about. And, and that's exactly what happened. It became a TV show in the UK, America and Australia. It's exactly what happened. Isn't that incredible? Just by having an idea and going all out to make it happen. What was the, the name of the show? 
Uh, it was a documentary uh, that followed the whole process because it was called Paradise or Bust. Okay. And it oh. followed whether we could do it or not. <laughs> That's great. And I mean, I've got to ask, I've got to ask, um, because you were in Fiji, um, were there like any tug of wars between your party and Tony Robbins party? Do y'all have like <laughs> play volleyball together? Or? <laughs> no, that, that, that wasn't. But uh, when the program, when the, um, the, the concert was in the media all over the world, we were contacted by the producers of the TV show Survivor. Nice. And this is another thing about belief. So, so we were contacted by the TV shows, uh, the producer of the TV show Survivor, but it wasn't a good thing. They basically said, we want the island. And they said to the owner of the island, the chief, that whatever Mark's paid you, we will triple that amount of money. This island's been in the media all over the world. We want it. At that time, we hadn't signed a contract, didn't have the money to put down on the contract. And so I was very worried. And the chief of the island turned around to this incredible producer, world-renowned producer, survivor, and said that in Fiji, our word is our honor. And we've offered this to Mark. And no matter how much money he could possibly give us, we've promised Mark that this is his. And I was like, that would never happen in London. (laughs) And, And again, it's the power of you believing in yourself and somebody else believing in your vision too. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm. <laughs> wow. Right, right. The, the vision though, the, the passion, the, the yes. spark, yes. um, you didn't have resources, but you had the spark, you had the passion, you had the vision. Um, and this happens time and time again. Uh, mm. somebody is, you know, they're struggling, they're destitute. Uh, they, they lost their job. They're about to lose their house. They can't provide for the family, whatever it is. And they mm. have this idea this idea to whatever, write a book or launch a program or uh, start teaching people how to do something. They have this idea. Um, usually they don't act on it, um, mm. but, they, but they do have the idea. Um, mm. And the, the idea is like transformational. It's, it's their ticket not only to providing for their family, but changing the world and living a lifestyle that they only saw on movies, right? Mm. Um, so you had that idea, that spark, that passion what would you say to people who say, but I don't have that. I don't know what it is for me. I don't know what the idea is for me. I don't know what the spark is for me. I don't, I don't know what life's calling me to do. Like what, what would you say to them? It's a great question. I think we get too overwhelmed and consumed with looking at what everybody else is doing. Our, our Facebook feeds are full of, you know, content from everybody else. And, you know, when I was younger, of course, I, I wanted to make money. I wanted to live life in a different way to everybody else. And I would consume the content of those that I looked up to, whether it was Tony Robbins or whether it was Richard Branson and, you know, looked at what they were doing. And, and when you start off, you, you, you judge yourself or view yourself on trying to come up with something like them. Mm-hmm. And we have this hustle hard approach where we have to sit in front of the computer and force something out. And the way that I came up with my idea was actually to stop thinking about everything else that existed. It's that, you know, it's that kind of blue ocean thinking of what is unique and different. And I actually went to the gym. And I came up with this whole crazy idea about this island, all the mechanics of it and how it would work whilst I was working out at the gym. And I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to force something 
that doesn't allow us to really connect with a passion. And we give us when we give ourselves opportunity to do that, we're not thinking about being the next best Branson or the next best Tony Robbins or the next best whatever we look up to. We're thinking about who am I and what do I want to achieve and why am I here? Hmm. Hmm. That is a, a very valuable currency. Um, worth more than the free time it creates or the money it creates. Mm. The currency itself. Mm. Um, one, uh, another thing that happens a lot is people will get the idea. And I like what you said about this came to me while I was at the gym. Mm. And you had to capture it while you were at the gym. You had to flesh it out. Um, yeah. People all the time, they, they have this incredible idea. They're driving home from work and they, you know, get off the interstate, take the exit, and their brain goes, you know, blah, blah, here's, you know, a life-changing idea. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. As soon as I get home, <laughs> and they get home and they can't remember it for the life of them. You know, that's right. uh, or one, as soon as I get out of the shower, or let me just finish putting these groceries away, or, uh, ah, it's three o'clock in the morning, I'll take care of this when I wake up. Um, the people I know that are doing amazing work and launching amazing projects. Mm -hmm. They treat that those ideas that come to them. They they treat it like whisper from angels, mm -hmm. and they will absolutely stop their life, whatever they're doing, to write on the wall if they have to, mm -hmm. so that they don't lose it. Thankfully, now we've got smartphones, so you can just press voice memo, record it real yeah. quick. It's not lost. But it's a really important point because obviously we, we all have ideas and as you say, we think, oh, I'll write it down later. But what you remember later is a diluted version of the initial thought process that you had. So true. So true. And nobody wants to launch a diluted version of a business idea, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in your work now, um, teaching people how to build their own version of tribes mm. and how to create the Fiji experience in their world with their product and their, you know, teaching and knowledge. Uh, you have students and prospective students coming to you all the time that uh, say, Mark, man, I really would do that. I want to do that. Mm. I just don't have, and they have something that they don't have. And that's the reason they don't have support from their family. They don't have enough free time. They don't have uh, the money they don't have. Right. I just, I just don't have this thing, but You've seen that enough that you know that really it's this other thing that they need that they're not aware of yet. So what is it that people say to you they need? What's the common reason that they're not doing it? And um, what's the real thing that they need that would help? Um, the common well, the common sort of things that people tell me, I don't, definitely I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Or I don't, I have this great idea, but I don't know if I can. So money, time, and self-belief. Mm -hmm. And whatever issue somebody comes to me with as to whatever the barrier is as to why they can't achieve what they'd like to achieve, to me it all comes down to the fact that business success starts or ends in the mind. Mm-hmm. And we all come, we, it's easy, it's easier to come up with a reason as to why we can't or why it didn't work or why it didn't happen than to dig deeper and to uh, really dig deep into the resources that we have within us in order to figure out 
the little hurdle that we that we need to overcome in order to to make it a success so uh, would you say that they they claim they don't have the time or the money but the thing that they really don't have is the willingness to dig deep yes absolutely it's a, yeah it's the willingness to dig deep into the resources you know people say if, if i just had an investor that invested a million dollars or whatever it is which we just know is nonsense if there's no proof of concept yeah, and, and nobody's going to invest in you, whether it's money, time or anything, unless you take an action to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's wanting somebody else to do the work for them mm-hmm. because of a lack of belief in themselves. What would you say is the mm. one thing mm. somebody can do to increase their belief in themselves? I believe in um, in each of our lives. There's a there's a t- there was a time for each and e- for each and every one of us where everything was possible. Like we didn't have those limitations or, of of experiencing what it's like to be an, an adult. And maybe people have said no to us in work or relationships or money or or we've had experiences where we've tried to launch something and it failed, so that we're reluctant to go for it again. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I wanted to travel the world in a hot air balloon, and I didn't see any reason why I couldn't. Right? There was nothing in my mind that said that I couldn't. So when I went back to that, 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 that business idea in Fiji, I literally connected back to that kind of childlike anything is possible. And I believe that we need to do that more in business because, you know, the, the most successful business owners that we look at, they don't see the barriers and the problems. They look at what is possible. And it's only because of our experiences, the people around us and the situations that we've been in that says that we can't and we don't have or we're not good enough. So connecting back to our infinite possibility is what will really connect you to, to the, the real substance that will help you to be successful in business. The best thing that they can do to increase mm. their belief in themselves is to reconnect with infinite possibility. Yeah. I agree. It's a blank piece of paper. Uh, and that's, and again, it's a choice. So in that moment that I had when my marriage was over, hit rock bottom, it was hard. And I started to see my future as this dark future that I didn't want to walk into. And then I flipped it and decided to see my future as this blank canvas on which I could paint whatever picture I wanted. And I really grasped the reality of the fact that we live life once. We're here on planet Earth once. And whatever I want to choose to create for my life or live for my life is of my own choosing and doing. And and we often think that life just, you know, comes by and we have to just accept the lot that we're given. But life is a gift to to play around with as as we please. Mm -hmm. Childlike. Blank piece of paper, blank canvas. What some people miss, though, is that even the blank piece of paper in front of you is already a set of predetermined decisions. The paper's this wide, the paper's this tall, it's this color, it's this thick. It's not truly the infinite possibilities that life offers us. Gets even better than that. So you heard it from the expert. You want to restore your belief in yourself, start coloring with crayons. Absolutely. Reconnect with the childlike 
possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, when we started this conversation, um, we, were, uh, we were talking about thinking and thinking about thinking and looking at some of the data from uh, your mind scan. What, what mm-hmm. would you say, I don't know, what would you say two or three things are you took away from your mind scan experience? Um, it was a great experience. Um, it enabled me to identify um, kind of who and, uh, and what I am in a way that I haven't thought about before. Um, so it really connected with the reasons as to why I think and, and what I do. So I kind of identified with that. Um, it made me understand for me personally um, that I do have this ability to connect with people and that's something mm-hmm. that I pursue. Um, which I'm really kind of excited about because it's something that I love doing most. Um, what else? Uh, definitely, uh, we had a conversation around um, kind of the ability, well, the, the being self kind of judging and, um, uh, and how that kind of happens for me. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think, you know, it's easy to, to really kind of be down on ourselves. Um, and we can talk about infinite possibility, but at the same time, be down upon ourselves. So that's something that I'm really kind of got out of this and need to kind of improve. Yeah. Um, and also building a team. So really focused on building a team um, so that creates the systems and processes that I hate building and doing. <laughs> yes, thankfully. Um we don't have to be the ones creating the systems and processes. Yes. We can use our strengths to partner with people and let them leverage their strength to create those processes for us. Uh, beautiful possibilities. Mark, thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom, your love, your humanity with us. I look forward to uh, connecting with you again in the future. Beautiful. I've enjoyed this process so much and I'd encourage anybody to go through it. So thank you so much for your, your time. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the thinking patterns of success or maybe even see what kind of opportunities for growth are hidden in your own mindset, visit mindsetperformance.co.